<laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't have a chance to talk. You can't handle the truth. Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. Hold on a second. Uh, it is October 31st. It's a Tuesday, 2023. Thank you guys so much for being here. Hey, if we're on the air, the light's got to be on, right? So that's uh, federal law, FCC regular. I don't know. I just made that part up. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, guys, as we continue to go down through this, remember uh, the potato in chief, the pedo himself, has a new nuclear weapon that is so much more bigger -er than anything we've ever seen or -er. So... Prepare for those things. Uh, by the way, if you guys don't understand Gematria, if you don't understand the, the cycle of things, if you don't see what's really going on, there is a 9-11 occurrence going to be happening here in America very, very soon, and it will kill people. It will hurt people. It will disrupt what we're doing here. So understand that this is not something new for them. This is their pattern. This is what they do. They do this always. It's like, hey, what are they doing? Oh, they're always killing me. Oh, what are they doing today? Oh, they're always killing me. This is how it works. It's not a, something brand new like, hey, you know what we should do today? We should kill these people. Like, it's not how it worked. This is not, it's not a, uh, this is not like a, oh, you know, it is uh, October 31st. We better get around uh, killing some people. They wake up killing people. This is what they do. But by the way, let's go back real quick. Remember in Germany, Back during the pandemic, when people were really locked down and not paying attention because their heads were up their butts, we had one of the greatest raids um, in Germany. They were, remember the doll from yesterday? I remember he's here with me today. So uh, I, did, I did send a letter to um, Ellen about that. So thank you, Ellen, for this. Uh, you're gonna, I know you'll see it soon. But anyway, yeah, Mary Crowley's in the wings. She's seeing me to play with this doll here. Uh, anyway, uh, Germany did have one of the largest <clears throat> arrests of human traffickers or human hunting people. Uh, this was a real thing. Just think about, like, Mockingbird, that whole Mockingbird thing where they were out, like, trying to kill each other. Except for this is the elite actually hunting people down in the forest and killing people. They, uh, they backed that up with some government chemical in your arm. Uh, they are the largest manufacturer of Kona, uh, Kona venom, which is a snail venom. Believe it or not, snails actually have venom. Uh, is actually Monsanto, which they would believe now is being used in our water, very similar to fluoride, except for fluoride makes you stupid, and the Kona Kona venom actually slows down your heart and gives you uh, microcarditis or other heart palpitation issues with it. So just think about these things as you're going through your daily life. Understand that the pedo in chief has himself a uh, new bomb, and he's not afraid to use it. So, by the way, yeah, that was the same guy who said, well, Trump's going to get us in a whole bunch of wars. Guys, this is their plan. Uh, they, they, it's all deflection, redirection. It has nothing to do with factual history, and that's where we are. So anyway, I'm going to bring uh, Mary Crowley in. She looks so very happy. Smile, Mary. You're on camera. Smile. There she is. Oh, hi. Hi, Mary. Hi. Hi. Uh, so anyway, Mary is um, She's a stepchild. Uh, Mom didn't like her, and so we did adopt her, and so she's part of the family now. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have parents, so that would be kind of an odd thing for me to have somebody adopt her. Uh, Mary Crowley, <clears throat> she has been a – I met Mary, let's see, it was in Anaheim at the Clay Clark event, and that's been a day or two ago. Uh, Mary's still in her 40s, so just remember that. And um, anyway, met her. She sat down with me in one of the hottest rooms I think I've ever been in, interviewed, sitting here at the equipment, doing our show, and she was a great trooper. So great to have her as a friend. Um, I have spoke at two of her events now, one in South Dakota and the other in Chicago. Uh, we weren't in the south side Chicago, but we were south of Chicago. And uh, she has, again, invited me, she's the sucker, uh, to Florida to speak to uh, one of her events coming up here in December. So, uh, Mary, um you're, the floor is yours. Tell us about your event, I guess. That would be, uh, or how we find you. How we find you. Oh, we well, hey, th thanks, Jim, for having me on. Um, and it's good to uh, have, you know, to actually be in your, have your audience also listening. Yeah. And I am the adopted step sister. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, 
Anyway, but I have seven brothers and sisters. Two of them are in heaven, but I'm still, Jim is my uglier step. I mean, my stepbrother. I got a, I got a crochet doll of me. I don't know what you have, but I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm six. This was actually sent to me by one of my, my listeners. So, and then, well, no, but Jim, Ashley, when I first met Jim, I was at the reawaken America event in Anaheim mm-hmm. at influence church with Phil and Tammy Hodson pillar. They're the pastors of that church. And they had, you know, the podcasters in another building. And for some reason the air wasn't working correctly. So I walk in there and um, I was looking for my friend, Anna Kate, who um, was supposed to be interviewed somewhere. And Jim was there and it was like, whatever. I sat down, we started talking and God actually gave me a prophetic word for him. Mm -hmm. He actually asked to interview me, which I did. And then in the middle of the interview, I got a download. It's one of the gifts of the spirit as the gift of prophecy. And the Lord had me give Jim um, a word. And then Dr. Stella Manuel came by later in that day, right, Jim, and gave you a similar word. Yeah. And and, uh, yeah, it just kept coming. And I was like, I was crying and I don't know, it got to me. You guys were uh, very gracious to me and great friends. So thank you for that. Yeah. So it was just so that's how I met, met Jim. And then I would see him at some of the other Reawaken America events or other events. And I've spoken at a few of the Reawaken America events, but I've always, you know, usually I'm doing podcasts there. And Jim is always so nice and kind. I've got this really big backdrop and it's of my podcast backdrop called Now is the Time. And it's a cool little backdrop. But anyway, Jim always helped me set it up because I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, I'm starting to learn after two years how to do it. A two little years. Bit. That's uh that's a heck of a learning curve. Good job. Way to really stay on top of that. <laughs> so anyway, so in saying all that, um, so just to give a little backdrop about the Open the Heavens event, just because yeah. to just start talking about a you know an event that's, oh, that's boring. You have to give, you know, backdrop. And today, um, some of you might see this on another day, but it's October 31st today, today. when we're doing we are live, the program. So- but live, um, yeah, that's right. It's live, but people can maybe rewatch reruns, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, we get a lot of rerun watchers here. Yeah. So. so in saying all that, today, you know, everyone looks at it as Halloween, but you know what really is the um, thing about today? It's Reformation Day, when Martin Luther, in the year fifteen seventeen, he was a monk and he was in the Catholic Church. He tacked the ninety five theses to the door in the chapel in Wittenberg. Basically saying to the Catholic Church, listen, you're pay to play, you know, deal with having people pay to get to heaven and all that stuff is not doctrinal. It's not biblical. And that's what he did. Right. And that was the start of the reawaken. That was the start of the Reformation. And so really, that's the day that I believe Satan said, oh, my gosh, I've got to have a day that's going to counter that. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he did. Halloween. You know, Jim, Halloween actually does more and almost as much in sales as Christmas. Yeah, it's uh, well, uh, uh, Father's Day is like number 11th. So we're killing it anyway. Yeah, no, Halloween is like <laughs> well, second or third. It's ridiculous. Well, so the the thing is, you know, sorry for the verbiage. Satan sucks. And, you know, it's we, we shouldn't even you know, celebrate this holiday at all. Yeah. Um, you know, so all I can tell you is May 2nd, 2020, I'm going to get, get into my story about the event we're going to yeah. do. Uh, December 1st and 2nd, um, it's going to be in Winter Haven, Florida, which is maybe 30 minutes, whatever, outside of Orlando. It's between Tampa and Orlando, but it's going to be at Champions Church. But I want to give you a little backdrop. I woke up May 2nd, 2020. I live in, you know, L.A., And I woke up and I heard the voice of God say to me, these words, we won't shut up until you open up, open the heavens. And then I was told to do seven baptisms along the Western seaboard of the United States, starting at Pirate's Cove, where uh, 50 years prior, you know, the Jesus Revolution movie that some of you may have seen. Mm -hmm. It was all about the Jesus movement. And this guy named Chuck Smith, this conservative pastor, God connected him with this radical hippie named Lonnie Frisbee, um, and and it became this movement that literally touched millions of people eventually around the world. And so anyway, um, that's what I did. I did the seven baptisms. Um, it was all instructed by uh, God, and it it only I never planned it. It was always like two weeks before somebody would say, hey, let's do it here, and just all worked out. But 
I had to do it before the election. So then recently um, in this last year, I felt God say, okay, now you got to start doing these events in other parts of the country because you got to take back um, these areas, these regions. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was going to call it open the heavens, prophets and patriots arise. And then um, all of a sudden I heard say, God say, no, open the heavens, let God arise. And so I said, wow, let God arise. He said, yes, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. So the first one we did was in South Dakota, Mount Rushmore area. We were at the Monument Fine Arts Theater and it was amazing. I mean, we had um, we had some amazing people there. As Gianon was there, we had Lloyd Brunson. We had Donna Rigney, Manuel Johnson. We had Scott Bennett. We had, um, who did we have? I mean, we had so many people there and it was amazing. Yeah. People came up to me and said, I think this was one of the best events. In fact, you know, Dr. Kirk Elliott, yeah. um, he came up to me, you know, he's got, um, he does a lot of the, the gold and silver and just different financial planning. He's been all over the country and the world. And he came up to me afterward and he said, you know, I've been to these events everywhere. And he said, this was the best event because I felt the spirit of God here right. and I felt the Holy spirit. And so, um, you know, it was really good. And so then Jim was actually so good because we had a panel. We had um, SG Anon, no, SG Anon. We had Lloyd Brunson. And then Juan Osaven came in uh, via Zoom because um, Juan at the last minute, something came up. So um, it, it was kind of an emergency last minute thing. So then what we did is we went to Chicago. That was in June, mm -hmm. June 2nd and 3rd. And uh, Governor Christie Nome, this was really exciting because I showed my film, Freedom Cries, Sex Trafficking in America, um, in the afternoon. And one of the people that was on the panel, as well as spoke, her name is Kelly Patterson. Mm -hmm. And um, her story is, um, it's gripping because at, at four years old in a small South Dakota town, she was groomed by an elite pedophile that was very high up in the government in the area and was friends of her parents. Two years, he groomed her. She shared her story, um, you know, and basically she's very good friends with Governor Christy Nome. And um, on that day, Governor Christy Nome made a proclamation, which was read on the stage, that um, June 3rd was Open the Heavens Day in South Dakota. And that was the day my mom's birthday. My mom had died three years prior day before her birthday. So this was very, very special um, day. So God, you know, is as he's going to show up and show up. The second one we did was in Chicago. So, Jim, what, what did you think about the Chicago one? Oh, Chicago was great in a lot of ways that, you know, <clears throat> you had the interaction with the crowd and uh, it was a bit of a smaller venue, but you know, you had music going on, you had the, the lunch going on, there was all these different things. And I, I really enjoyed, it was like a different, it was very similar because it was the same idea, but completely different, uh, completely different than what we did in South Dakota. So I really enjoyed the format. And uh, I got to do uh, a little bit of speaking there as well, and then ran one of the panels. So it was a really good opportunity. Yeah, and the thing is, we had about the same amount of people. The first one was in a, um, an event center and the fine arts theater. And, um, you know, they do a lot of, and, and actually that's where president Trump came. Uh, he was actually in the big convention center. They have, we were in the theater, which held about 1700 if it was capacity, but we had about, you know, several hundred people that came. And, um, and then this one, the sec last one in Chicago was at Southbridge church, but you know, Chicago, um, you've got so many different, um, things that are going on there. Of course, that's where Oprah was. That's where Obama was, Hillary. All, you know, that's where the first Playboy Mansion was, hmm. um, you know, Hugh Hefner. So Chicago is really one of their uh, major areas that they run their, a lot of their power plays. It was, uh, God told me it was the heart. And so um, something majorly shifted. Juan did come this time and we gave a rain check because some people paid. Uh, it's free admission. Uh, this one was free in Chicago, but um, the one in uh, South Dakota, I think it was 77. We had 177 for VIP. But now this third one is going to be um, at Champions Church. And um, it's going to be exciting because we've got uh, not only is Juan O'Savin and SG not going to be there, but we've got Mel Kay. We've got uh, Donna Rigney. We've got Sheila Holm. Uh, we've got attorney Tricia Lindsay out of New York. 
We've got my friends David and Joanna Herbedian. Um, amazing stories. They're on Often Unsaid Roth at Supernatural. Jim, you're going to be there. Um, uh, Dolora O'Brien was just added. Um, just just amazing, um, amazing uh, people that are going to be there. So it's free admission to this, but um, we do 77 VIP if they get their ticket before um, the 22nd of what's, November. What's the website? And, so I can put it in the chat here. What's the website? It's uh, my name, M-E-R-I. It's My name's right in the middle of America. God actually told me that. M-E-R-I-C-R-O-U-L-E-Y.com. MaryCrowley.com. So we will be streaming it um, as well. But, you know, if, if you can get there, I would suggest you get there. Um, and the VIP gets special seating, you know, closer to the stage. Good. And then we're we're gonna have a, a couple hour um meet and greet with the and we'll have some type of food there. We're in, last time we did a full on lunch. Yeah. But everyone was like somebody donated the food and stuff. So it, it just kind of all worked out. Right. Um God always provides, but you know, I know at some of these events, these VIPs are like five hundred bucks. So um yeah. I know Scott Bennett told me he said, Listen, we don't usually get to talk to the the people. This is one of the times that we can talk and and spend time with the people. So anyway, I'd suggest if you can, you're going to be there in person. Yeah. Um, I would suggest if you can do the VIP. Um, but if you can't, it's okay. They're, they're all still going to be there and they're going to have a book table and you'll get to talk to them uh, probably. But the VIP is just a really special time. Right. So no, it's good stuff. Uh, yeah. So you got Sheila Holmes there, Pastor Nolan, Ed, Nolan Edwards, uh, Mel K, Tony Pellegrino. Is that right? Well, yeah, Tony Pellegrino is actually, um, you know, out of, uh, you know, he's this guy that uh, incredible, incredible um, testimonial. Uh, you know, he actually was from like the East Coast and and he, uh, you know, believer, Christian, and he heard God's tell him that the the Patriots were going to win the Super Bowl or something. And he was like, what? I mean, this is when they were like, I think, last place. And uh, he shares his story like this was before 9-11, anything like that. And so. Bottom line, what happened is the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Tom Brady ended up coming in that year. One of the main quarterbacks got hurt and Tom Brady came in. And then, of course, he was a rookie that ended up, you know, right. how good Tom Brady is. Yeah. And so then he started after 9-11. He just went down this rabbit hole like, what? You know, and and so he started learning everything about law. And so he's really coming after a lot of these. He didn't get his law license, but what he's doing is follow um, filing a lot of these things against um, these senators and congressmen and people they're called remonstrances. Right. And he's doing a lot of different things right now uh, and uh, really coming against the deep state. So he's going to be sharing about we, the people, what we can do legally um, to, to really take action. And really make a difference. Well, and then uh, uh, we had um, why am I me- why am I skipping skipping on his name here? Super uh, the Supreme Court guy, um, golly, uh, him and his brother Lloyd Brunson. Lloyd Brunson. Lloyd yeah, Brunson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great guy. Uh, I actually been working with him on some of his case stuff, and I actually found out through uh, an event I was speaking at in, up uh, in Oregon uh, about a month ago that disenfranchisement through our elections, it was actually handled with Brown versus Board of Education. Uh, Brown versus Board of Education said that if one of us is offended, we're all offended. So we have to remedy that. And so in reality, that's how you ended segregation. Segregation used to be a thing that was, you know, everybody got into it, right? Everybody, segregation was a thing, right? Well, supposedly. And yet I, uh, I'm having some, I'm having some breaks on my history here. I'm trying to figure some few things out, but Going back to Supreme Court precedents, uh, the Ro- the uh, Brown versus Board of Education, or actually Brown versus Kansas Board of Education, yeah, that happened here in Kansas. Uh, this is gonna, I think, this is gonna be a big key for Lloyd Brunson. So I don't know if he's gonna be at that event, but it was great to have him at the other ones. But his case is still moving forward, so that was also beneficial to a lot of this movement as well. Is that you gave Lloyd Brunson a great platform platform to be a part of that? So it was good. So thank you for that. Well, and I just interviewed Juan again, and Juan said that, you know, there's some big breaking news with the Brunson case. And I've even heard um, something about uh, Clarence Thomas, mm-hmm. um, that something about that, that he's going to be hearing one of the Brunson cases. So, you know, this is the thing, everyone. 
right now the enemy is always play overplays his hand. Yeah. And what was happening in Gaza and you know I just heard Syria was bombed and I mean this is what they do like the deep state you know they're warmongers. So they keep on you know they make a lot of money military industrial complex. Right. And uh you know when Trump was president there was they didn't invade any countries. I mean and so right now we're in a season that I believe it's going to get darker before the dawn. It's going to get worse um I believe and we we just have to hold on, trust, but take action. We just can't. Well, when is when is Trump going to do something? When he's coming back? No, this isn't about Trump. The fact that Mike Johnson just came in, you know, uh, you know, as a Speaker of the House, is a huge deal, don't you think, Jim? Oh yeah, this is going to be a big thing for us, and I I do believe that there are some good things. But here's the problem I have with anybody who's a politician. A politician can be voted out by the other politicians as well as its own constituents. But at the same time, the FBI was created to create uh, leverage against these people. So we'll see if this guy, Johnson, actually does everything he says about January 6th, about the election, about other things. And yes, he may have been just the door that swings wide open at the exact same time we need it to as the Supreme Court is going to hear things and do things. This might be the right guy to be there. And also remember, he holds the purse strings. He literally can defund anything in the government he wants to like any one line item so there's a lot of things that are uh very beneficial to him being in power but we'll see how he handles power Uh, a lot of people you know go into those positions in the beginning seeming like they're the right kind of people but in the end they end up not being that so we'll hopefully that'll be uh we'll have good good progress there with him so it'd be good well and you know the thing is today being you know october 31st and a lot of people today's the day they celebrate Halloween. Right. But, you know, my my film, Freedom Cry, Sex Trafficking in America, I'm going to be showing the film actually in, um, you know, in Florida as well in the afternoon on Saturday. And, uh, you know, the, the trafficking, when the Sound of Freedom movie came out on 4th of July, and it had really been sitting on the shelf for five years. Um, and it was the right time. It was like it got put out there. Right. And... You know, I think it's done almost 200 million um, in sales. And now it beat out like, you know, you know, uh, you know, some of the the major movies that that Hollywood was pushing. Right. Indiana Jones, I think that one and other ones in Hollywood movie, you know, movies, Jim. um, These movies are just like, I mean, you look and they go, these are just crap movies. Yeah. So this is another thing that we're going to be doing at this event. You know, years ago, God spoke to me. And when God speaks to you, and for some of you guys, I mean, it's a still small voice. Mm -hmm. So he speaks to us and says, my sheep know my voice. When you're a lamb, you don't always know the voice of God. But that's why, you know, Jesus is a shepherd. And that's why he'll leave the 99 to go after the one Mm -hmm. that will go astray and bring him back. And oftentimes, Jim, the, the shepherd... And I, w- I can feel this is the Holy Spirit telling me to, to speak this. Sometimes the Holy Sh- the Spirit, um, God will allow, or the shepherd will break the leg of the lamb that keeps running away. And you think, well, that sounds pretty mean. Why would the shepherd? Because the little lamb keeps running away, and it's so easy for the wolf to, to get it and devour it. And so out of love for that little lamb, you know, so then the shepherd oftentimes will have to keep that lamb around its, you know, neck. You've seen pictures of that, haven't you, with the shepherd carrying the lamb. Right. And uh, and that lamb learns to hear the voice of the shepherd. Mm-hmm. And when the, the leg finally heals, that lamb will never run away again. Because, and I just feel there's some people watching right now, I just feel God's heart, Jim, that there's some of you watching that you feel like some of your children have been out there and you've been praying. I've got one myself like this. What God is saying that he knows where this child is. And he said, don't worry. He goes, I have your child. I have your son. I feel it has to do with a, a young man right now. And so, Lord, we we pray for these prodigals, when the ones that constantly want to go into the other fields right now. And Jesus, we thank you that you said you would leave the 99 to find the one. In fact, this is leading right into, I have a book called uh, Freedom Cry, uh, Women Fighting Trafficking. And I had a visitation. Um, I was up in Idaho, like probably, gosh, a long time ago, over 10 years ago. And I was at this woman's 
event, one of my friends named Rosalie Willis uh, put it on. It was called A Company of Women. Right. That was named, and, and it was named after uh, the scripture, and a company of women followed Jesus. So um, they had no agenda, Jim. They had no speakers. We were just supposed to sit there and worship God. And I thought, well, this, uh, this is going to be maybe a long weekend. I mean, not that I don't like to worship God, but it's like, okay, I'm just going to just hunker down. I started worshiping God. And I had an impartation. I mean, Jesus literally, Jim, came and visited me. He literally came and kissed me. And he said, come away, my beloved. He took me in this green grass. I was in this, it was an encounter. I knew I was in this room. I knew, but it was like I was having this this encounter in my mind that I was seeing this all in my mind in Technicolor. So we come up to this drawbridge. There was a moat around this castle. And the drawbridge comes down. We go inside. And he said, this is the castle of the Lord. So God took me into this incredible journey with him brought me into the ballroom and into the dining room and he crowned me and equipped me. And then he sent me, but he said to me, we need to go once we were in this castle. And so I said, okay, I would go. And the drawbridge comes down. We're on this white horse. We're riding on this horse, green, green grass fields are, you know, lush, beautiful picture. And I look over Jim and I see all these fat sheep eating this green, green grass. And then I heard, then I heard God say to me, I said, Jesus, what's that? I knew they were sheep, but he said, that's my church. Then he said, but I'm not there. And then he said, once again, will you go with me where the other sheep are? And so I said, yes, I would go. And so we continued on quite a way. Mm -hmm. We stopped at this thicket. We went down the steep embankment and then I'll never forgot what I saw. I saw these sheep but they weren't all like cuddled together and they weren't fat they were they weren't they were one here one there one there and they were emaciated broken shamed you know pain they were so like lost and then one of them i felt they felt really bad you know bad you know i like to say that bad and so they were like sheep you know and so then jesus reached down and he lovingly reached down this little lost lamb opened the snare, gently picked up this little broken lamb, and then he rolled his head back and he laughed. Like he just rolled it back. And he wasn't laughing at the sheep. He was came to set the captives free. So that's what we call these movies, setting the captives free. That's the theme. Mm-hmm. And so then I was looking at Jesus, Jim. I was like going like, wow, this guy, Jesus was the most handsome, cool, wonderful guy in i mean I, I was just like enamored with him and then he looked at me and he turned over and he said shepherd girl help me and i always make a joke i always go well my name is mary and i guess i could find some lamb so i said okay so jesus and i were getting these sheep out of snares and at the end of this vision i was in front of this big like wagon train full of provision and jesus says go and find them And so, you know, what they're doing in particular on this day, Jim, in fact, my heart is just like, because I know that a lot of these kids are sacrificed on days like today. And you could say, well, no, there's no people like that out there. I said, you know what? A lot of people, Jim, didn't want to know this kind of stuff. When I went in 2017 to Thailand and Ghana, I came back home, God said, I don't want you to do this about Thailand. I want you to show what's happening in America. And so when, when I started interviewing people, my film is all about people in America, how they're groomed, what they do. And even the pimp in my film, Mark Miles, mm-hmm. becomes a pastor. And we end it with him. Every single story at the end, it's all about redemption. So Jesus came to find those lost, broken sheep. And we were going to be showing that film um, at my event and having a, a panel of some of these people that are fighting this fight and uh, whether you know it or not. And Jim, I know you know this. And then the borders being wide open, you know, um, 400 there's right now, probably way more than this, but there was 450 something thousand unaccompanied minors and 85,000 of them are unaccounted for. Where do you think they are? It's the largest trafficking operation in the history of the world under the own Biden regime. So that that's what's happening. 
Absolutely. And we and today is a day that we have to take notice that many of these young children, um, you know, as hard as it might be to think about, many of them uh, are probably some of them are going to be um, used as a sacrifice. Yeah. Well, and that's the sad part of this is that we we have this whole battle, and I I, I don't think people and I and I mentioned this on the show a lot, and I even mentioned it. I did this purposely. I slowed down my conversation a little bit when I was up in Portland uh, last was it last weekend? Yeah, or no, last weekend I was actually home, so the weekend before. Um, is that I spent back in two thousand six? I was putting in ground penetrating radar underneath our command centers because we tunnel under other people's buildings in other countries, and we know they tunnel under us in America. And so when people talk about whether the tunnels are real, what we're really doing as a country, what's really happening, uh, are, are the kids really being trafficked, all this other stuff, uh, there, are, there are several statistics I'll give you on this really to back everything up what you said, Mary, is that 500,000 kids go missing in Child Protective Services every single year. Another 500,000 kids go missing in the general population of the United States. This is an FBI fact. This is not me just making this up. So that's a million kids. Then we abort another million children a year. So that's 2 million kids there. But at the same time, when we talk about the southern border, they just admitted that they've lost 70,000 kids just in the last couple months here, that they have no idea where these kids are at, that they've been placed, but they have no way of following up with it. The idea of this guy is that we believe that in our hearts, we sit around here, and I'm in my studio, uh, Mary's there, uh, and we're, we're not thinking about eating human flesh. We're not thinking about trafficking children. We're not thinking about sacrifice. But these people were grown up in this way that that's all they think about. That is why I was in my intro when I talked about it. It's like, these people wake up. How do we kill these people today? How do we get more people on the altar? How do we, how do we sacrifice more human beings? And to them, that is truly the consumption lifestyle that they live. The idea that Germany went in and arrested tens of, you know, had tens of thousands of people arrested doing this hunting thing, this human hunting event that was in uh, Germany. Guys, all these things that we're talking about really back up what Mary's talking about here. Uh, these are all factual events that you can look up yourself, and you don't have to go wondering whether they're real or not. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, by the way, uh, Mary, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but we have a couple guys that uh, me, James Grumvig, and Josh Reed are starting an, up a network. Uh, we sure would like to see you come over and join us, uh, but, you know, no pressure there. So, um. <laughs> Well, I love all you guys. I love James Grumvig, and I don't know Josh very well, but um, I've met him. He's an amazing, uh, you know, young man, and you are too, so I, I'd love to. Good. Good. You know, but but the thing is, you guys, we're all in this as a team. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Um, you know, I just feel God's heart right now because, you know, these children, um, you know, there's so many times the last few um, years, it's been tough. Um, a lot of you guys listening, I've lost a lot of friends, like my the writer of my film, you know, the, the director of my uh, really close people and. And then some challenges and see if, if the enemy can't get me, he'll go after those closest to us. Right. And so we are in a war yeah. and, you know, and a lot of people, what I've seen, as long as everything's going good for them and, and, you know, sometimes they just didn't care. And when I got back like from Thailand, Jim, people just almost didn't want to know and understandable. I get it. Nobody really wants to think about kids being killed and eaten and adrenochrome and all that other stuff. Right. But Jesus said, what you do to the these the least of these, you do unto to him. Mm -hmm. And so um, one day when I was going through something, and I always keep a positive attitude and try to be really joyful most of the time. But it was one of those days, Jim, we all have those days. Right. You know, there's a song that says, mama said there'd be days like this, oh, yeah. there'd be days like this, my mama said. I mean, because like God's fun. He likes. <laughs> Mama said there'd be a lifetime like this. I think that's what she should have said. Not yeah, there, day. there's days like this, and so one day. Oh, days kind of are about... one after the other. Oh, oh, so it's a lifetime of. I get it. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he said, <laughs> "In the world, you'll have tribulation, but then he said, be of good cheer, yeah. for I've overcome the world.' So that's the good news, you know. And so then, and then the Lord said to me, "Listen, I know you'd rather, you know." It, it's easy to just say, gosh, I'd rather just be in heaven and just whatever. And then the Lord says, well, what about them? What about these little ones? Yeah. What about these ones? Who's going to fight for them? Who's going to protect them? Who's going to rescue them? Right. And uh, 
And so in, in even, even if we pray, I mean, it's a spiritual battle. So on this day to day, I mean, I was just in Atlanta, Georgia, um, Jim, like the weekend after last, I was in Chicago last week and I was in Atlanta the weekend before that. And Kelly Howley has uh, an event called Warrior Bride Ministries. Stu Peters um, movie, These Little Ones, that had all the CPS and all that. Right. He actually documented what the CPS and Nancy Schaefer, who was a state senator out of Georgia, um, was pretty much murdered. They tried to set it up like her husband, Bruce, of over 50 years, who I know of a lot of people that knew them. They tried to say he shot her in the back and then then killed himself. I think two bullets to the brain. I mean, yeah. you know, like yes. two. And so I was down there in um, Nathan Reynolds. Have you heard of him? Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to be actually interviewing Nathan um, live today, guys, on, on my Rumble channel uh, and Facebook Live. Uh, we're going to be doing a Halloween live special. He was one of the 13 uh, bloodline families, and um, his stories are unbelievably. Uh, un they, they trained him to be a child assassin. Um, unbelievable stuff that he had to go through. Right. But but the thing is, now he's um, you know he's on the side of the Lord and uh, amazing things. But I had all these people like Gina Phillips from uh, Darkness to Light, um, Kelly Howley, a number of people, uh, Tom Dunn used to work with Russ Dizdar. And uh, all of these people worked with these kids who had been programmed, you know, MK Ultra, And they, t Russ Dizdar said there's probably 20 million of these people around the world. Uh, you know, almost like what happened in Maine. Jim, with this guy, uh, what do you know about that guy in Maine? The one that he worked for um, the army or what did he do? So he was a vet, um, but he was also, so the story's coming out and it's starting to fall apart a lot more on the whole veteran thing. Um, he was a vet, had gotten hearing aids and said that he was hearing voices through his hearing aids, but he was also on antidepressants and there was some other things that were going on in the background. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna do a causation correlation. I don't know what. However, everybody says doesn't disproves one or the other. Anyway, uh, there was a gentleman found in a Boulder uh, or in an amusement park in Colorado just yesterday where he had shot himself. Even though he had IUDs, he had grenades, he had ammunition, he had all these things. What I'm pointing out is is that there's a pattern here. Just like the Columbine kids were on antidepressants. Just like the you know the the kid that went into Sandy Hook, he was on antidepressants, but he was also supposedly uh, Down syndrome or mentally uh, challenged. Um, there's a pattern here, and I talked about it a little bit yesterday on the show, is that I do believe that we are being inundated with it all the time. I don't think they turn on or off the message of killing each other. I think that it actually is constantly being broadcast. I think it's always being out there. But those that they can tear down and weaken down and then and, – and there's like uh, – what is it? 30 million people take some type of mood-altering uh, antidepressant every single day in America. And if there's that many people getting inundated with these through the media, through their phones, through the mm -hmm. television, you know, go kill somebody, go kill somebody. I mean this is what they do on their side. This is their mantra is constantly killing people. Once in a while, there's going to be a breakthrough of it. But if you notice the pattern. Uh, Nashville shooter, um, you know, the, the guy in, uh, Florida, the guy, the guy who in the Walmart in El Paso, the guy in Maine, all these different people just prior to them, quote unquote, assassinating anybody, they went and bought a gun and a lot of, and, and like, it's like 99% of them were all on the FBI watch list. So they were already being watched, which means that the government was already making contact or patterning them already. So to me, that this whole thing with the main guy, with the guy that was found dead in Colorado at the amusement park, um, these different things show me a pattern that we're not paying attention to. And I don't want to trivialize that the people that died, just like Vegas shooting, uh, that was done because the, you know, the Arab prince was actually going to be assassinated and Trump got in the way. But one thing I want to point out here is, and this is a tough conversation because it's not a very polite conversation in this time where people are hurting. Why is it that we always see these individuals who go into these groups and then they spray ammunition? They don't go in there as a hunter would or someone who's practiced in weaponry is to bring, their, the, bring the armament up, bring it up, and then to do kill shots. You don't just walk into a group of people and then start shooting. That's completely counterintuitive to hunting anything or to killing anything. To say that you're going to be amongst those that you're killing 
doesn't work for me. That in its psychological path does not get there. Um, so this is proving to me over and over again where these people aren't making kill shots. They're spray. They're spraying ammunition into a group of people. Uh, yes, the Columbine thing. They did ask him. You ask her. You know, do you believe in Christ? Well, go meet your Maker. I get those conversations. But in reality, when you see these across the board, there seems to be a pattern of group assassination, not you know headshots, not. You know, it just seems to be a lot of injury, a lot of chaos, a lot of this and that, which tells me that this is still part of MK Ultra. This is still part of all the mind manipulation. It's still part of the evil in our heart. And and you want to use the biblical quote is, you know, uh, the the heart of a man is exceedingly wicked. Who shall know it? And uh, and so he didn't even talk about how bad women's hearts are because he just didn't even mention. I'm just kidding. Uh, you're supposed to laugh at that one. Um, but I the, did. I, I did uh, laugh. Oh, okay. Inside. Well, and, and also so just uh, that, you right? talked about Columbine. I interviewed Bruce Porter, Pastor Bruce. Um, he was actually the pastor of Rachel Scott, mm-hmm. who was the first victim at Columbine. And uh, on an interview last week with, um, you know, David and Joanna Harbidi, and they're also going to be at the Open the Heavens event. Uh, Joanna said that she actually. Uh, ran into a woman um, that actually had been MK altered when she was younger, very viable source. Um, she was with a person she knew very well. Uh, and this woman said that she'd be taken uh, like on a school bus to someplace. They kind of, they, they look for certain types of kids. Mm-hmm. And she said that one of the Columbine kids was one of the kids in the class that, yep. that they, uh, that they were working with every day. Yeah. One I mean, of those that's, kids. A, that's a real thing. I mean, that we think of that as a passive, almost like an argument for excusing why it happened. But when we think of Manchurian candidates, when you look at uh, look at Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, he he's a Manchurian candidate. If you sit there and he's chatting with you, you know, he's like, oh, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds like uh, Bill Cosby. He's like the Kool-Aid man, right? But then all of a sudden you ask him a political question and his voice changes. His speech pattern changes the voice everything he's like oh yeah that's right that's why climate change is the number one priority you know he's like whoa we're so if you can see that in barack you can see that in uncle barry and you could see it in other people this is a real problem for us folks because we don't know how many of us are being manipulated and pushed into certain things that we may not ever have done in reality i mean the columbine kids would they have ever been in that situation if our government hadn't pushed them to it would the guy in Maine be in that situation? Would the guy who killed himself in Colorado just yesterday, would that guy have armed himself like that and then stopped doing it at the exact same time? It, it's just there's something else out there, and I do believe that there's a lot of evil around us causing that, and I do believe they're trying to do it with, with uh, frequency as well. Well, you know, with um, Barack Obama, I actually, the church that I was just actually there in Chicago and actually did an event there again on Saturday, and uh, Dean, Pastor Dean, had told me that he was at some event several, you know, many years ago. Um, and he said there about, you know, Barack Obama had not even, you know, come on the scene yet. I don't even think he was senator yet. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, he was at some event and he went up to him and and uh, I forget what he started talking to him. And he said, uh, Obama had like really lighter skin, almost looked kind of yellow. Mm-hmm. And he said, as he was talking to him, his voice was kind of high pitched and it just, he said, he's nothing like he is today. Yeah. Nothing. Well, and see his that voice again, was- that's that programming, right? So are you programmed to learn to answer in a, make sure you're using your diaphragm and you make sure you speak outwardly and push your voice and make sure, you know, or are you having a conversation because you're sitting around having iced tea and, and sitting by the pool and it's a completely different formation, right, of words. But, again, that's the manipulation of all of us, right? So you look at even people that we both have known and, and seen throughout our lives, going back to Charles Manson, and we talked a little bit on your show. I was on your show on, uh, was it Tuesday, Monday? Tuesday. What is it today? What is today, Wednesday? God, Tuesday. No, today's Tuesday. It was last week. Oh, it was last week. Oh, it was so last week. I forgot about that. But we talked no. a little bit about James Man- uh, Charles Manson. And yes. uh, and so they're showing now that the patterns in him is even as well because he's like, hey, I know the evil you guys are because you put it in me. I know what you've done to me. And if you've actually watched some of his interviews, he kind of tells on them uh, what they've done to him. So, But, it, again, it's all in the middle of all the crazy, right? So why do they keep him around other than, I don't know. I, that whole sacrifice thing has really got me confused why some – are allowed to live on and others go out quicker. 
Uh, just like Matthew Perry, that whole guy, the thing with the um, Friends guy. You know, that yeah, was- what happened? I mean, I was traveling a lot, so I know he drowned, but there was some cryptic message that he came out with a few days prior. Yeah, so five days prior to the five days before he died, so that would be 10 days before he died, he started putting out these Batman posts. I am Batman. You know, know me as I'm, you know, I'm in this, and he kept showing these different things. And then the last photo was him in the bathtub saying, I am Batman. Some, or something to that effect. And so the idea is like, so what was Matthew Perry going through? I mean, was it his time to be sacrificed and be escorted out, you know, exit stage left? Um, so what? which way is it, right? So there's a lot of questions I have, the timing of it, just like Big Mike being over in Italy when we're finding out that Barack Obama was actually at the site and has actually probably the other paddleboarder in his chef's death. Uh, the chef was naked. There's uh, there's reports of that coming out. Um, there's a lot of different things. And, and the timing of the death, by the way, they're not really sure that he actually drowned. So that's another thing that's coming out in this whole thing with that. So Matthew Perry, uh, Big Mike, you know, Uncle Barry, you know, uh, Uncle Joe, all these different people, they've all got a lot of stories to tell here, right? And it seems like they're all kind of correlating with this something. But just like you said with your friend, uh, his executing his wife and then executing himself. A lot of these people, like Seth Rich, the DNC uh, server guy who got killed in Washington, D.C., with where he suicided himself with two shots to the back of his head, but then they called it a botched robbery. So which way is it? Was he suicided or was he robbed? Or wait, was the robbery, but then they didn't take anything. See, this is where everything goes awry for their stories. It well, he was the whistleblower that gave um, Julian Assange the information, you pretty much know that. But, but you know, going back to this other deal, too, that you mentioned about, like, the, the movie now, Hunger Games, uh, is coming out again now. And these people always have to tell you what they do. It's kind of in their code that they have to tell you. And uh, in, in all my interviews and stuff and going down this rabbit hole with these elites, this is how they make their money, through child sex trafficking. And this is why when Trump closed the borders and did everything he could that, that he did, um, you know, you'd see like you'd hear um, like Madonna say, I want my pasta, you know, and, and there was just different weird stuff. Like right. there was probably an adrenochrome shortage. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so now this Hunger Game movie, I, I don't know. Well, you see know, that, it, OK, did I ever tell you about my theory on the uh, we? Oh, we only got a couple of minutes. Um, did I ever tell you my theory on uh, the muscular dystrophy, muscular dystrophy telethon? Oh, yeah, yeah, with your, yeah, 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 you did. So, I mean, to me, uh, now, and then we have jo- uh, Joe Walsh with America's Most Wanted, but then his kid. And Adam his, Walsh, yeah, yeah. Joe, yeah. So that whole thing, I mean, I'm telling John you John Walsh, it's John Walsh. Or John, I, why do I, I did that the other day, too. I called him Matt Walsh. I didn't mean to. You're, you're, you're thinking of Joe Walsh, the um the musician. <laughs> then now it's then, Joe, yeah. Matt, Joe, and uh, anyway. So, <laughs> too many, too many, too many Walshes. Uh, I know all three of them. No, I don't. But the problem is, is that this thing, how this lines up, look at the MDA telethon. Was the MDA telethon them coming out and having to pay for, or they were, you know, auctioning off kids? Where are the MDA telethon kids now? Can we go and talk to them? Can we interview those people? I mean, how long did they do that? For a decade, two decades? Yeah, so so what Jim had said to me, guys, is that Jerry Lewis and his MDA telethon, what wasn't it over Labor Day or something? Yeah, yeah. That you cart these kids out there, you show pictures that um, kind of like what you're, you're hearing, like with some of these different, uh, you know, reports that you'd see these, you know, things being in a magazine and it's like they were selling kids or, or whatever online. Right. Just like that Balenciaga stuff that was going on. Yeah. And j- just a lot of weird stuff. They're putting stuff right out and under our noses. And uh, that's what they do. Like even on these magazine covers, different things. And like the Super Bowl half times, there's all these different things that they're that they're showing us what they're doing. Well, and we've got to be okay. So because they're showing this, just like the cartoon movie uh, Monsters Inc., right? You scare the kids; it powers your city. You can store it up for later. Uh, but then they found out that actually joy is a greater power. And they told you at the very end of that whole thing, they sit there and they scare those children that whole time. 
but and they can that you know the energy to power their city but they find out that children laughing the glee and the joy and the simplicity of a child is like a thousand times more energetic and more powerful than the fear and they showed you that in the movie but everybody blazes right past that as kind of like a cutesy happy ending but if in reality they know that but they're so drawn to the evilness and the way that they can they're doing it they can't break away from them their own pattern I mean, there's a lot more to that movie than I think people realize that Monsters, Inc. really was a telltale story of things. Well, and that's why today on Halloween, the whole thing is to scare people and, and you know, get everyone afraid. And you have all these horror movies that come out because Satan works through fear, but God works through faith. Right. And that's why Jesus said, I'm not giving you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and of a sound mind. No, it's good stuff. Um, okay, so we got about, you got about five minutes. No, you got four minutes now. I talked out too long. Uh, give us, tell us about your event. Give us the rundown, location, time, how to find you, and so we can be a part of that event in Florida. Yeah, okay, thanks, Jim. Um, well, it's open the heavens, look, gotta rise. It's um, December 1st and 2nd. It's Friday night, um, like 6.30 to 9.30, 10 o'clock. Um, and then it's all day Saturday from nine to nine. And, uh, you know, it's kind of cool because every time I lately, I would look at the clock, it would say one, two, three. So all of a sudden I realized it's like, wait, 12, one, two, three, uh, you know, then 12, two, two, three. So um, we've got, you know, a number of great people speaking there, including you and 107, SG Anon, Delora O'Brien, Mel Kay, Sheila Holm, Donna Rigney, Joanna and David Harbedian, you know, Tony Pellegrino, attorney Trisha Lindsay. We've got known, a lot of known, but unknown. See, God is, is taking unknown people too. It's not just all about names. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so we're just going to come together. We're going to have worship. Uh, you know, we're going to, uh, you know, have these great speakers. But yet then we're going to also um, pray. I believe that there's regions that, uh, you know, that, the enemy, like even in the Bible, remember when Jacob was wrestling with the angel and then he won and it set a portal open that we're here to take back, you know, what the enemy has tried to block. And uh, I know Donna Rigney often has uh, in South Dakota, you know, there was an amazing thing that happened the day after, you know, there was a lightning. Remember, Jim, on Friday night after we had the thing, there was lightning and thunder and it was like. Yeah. Amazing things happen in the heavenlies. So so we're there to come together in community, unity, and to see captives set free, but also to empower you guys. Um, so where they can go, you can, it's free. You don't really have to register, but if you'd like to register, that way we kind of know your name and, uh, you know, we know how many, there's only like 1,800 seats there. I expect it's going to be totally filled to capacity. Yeah. It's what I believe, but uh, go to my website, marycrowley.com, M-E-R-I. C-R-O-U-L-E-Y.com. I'm not related, related to Aleister Crowley. Somebody asked me that the other day, a troll, when I was interviewing Juan, he said, yeah, Mary Aleister Crowley. It's like, you go like, what? But anyway, he was a really evil guy from the 1800s or something, I think. But anyway, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be but great. that's the cool thing, too. We're going to have a lot of fun. So yeah. go there. It's free admission. $77 if you get your tickets before the 22nd. Yeah. Normally it would be 97 And it helps kind of underwrite some of the costs. Right. Things yeah. like that. And uh, VIP seating is closer to the stage. And then we'll have a two-hour meet and greet with all the speakers. And probably have a little bit of hors d'oeuvres. Um, right. You know, and things like that, too. So it's, it's really going to be good. No, I know I it's going to be significant. And actually, just like we went down to Mount Rushmore on Sunday, right. I know you had to leave, so you weren't able to go. But um, we're going to go over to Disney World right. and not go in, but we're going to go and we're going to pray. Like Whoever wants to come, we're going to have a certain time, probably two or something, and go over there and pray. Well, we did this in Mount Rushmore. There's about 50 of us. S.G. Anon was there, Donna Rigney, Manuel Johnson, mm -hmm. different ones. Literally, and this was on Elijah's Dreams and... You know, Andrew Whalen was there, too, and it showed a little cloud with President Trump's face in it. It's unbelievable when you see it. A man had come by and actually took a picture, was looking for us. He didn't see us because we were down below on the stage. Mm -hmm. And then the next day when Donna and her husband um, were doing a tour of, you know, kind of the region, he goes, yeah, look what I took. I put it on Facebook and social media and people going, well, don't you see Trump's face in the cloud? 
and and you showed it to her and and so i'm saying it's it's unbelievable god put a little picture of trump's face above the wow. um four wow. presidents it's wow. pretty amazing so if i had it here i'd screen share it with you but <laughs> i don't have it right in front of me i'm not good at wow. that screen sharing oh, thing anyway right. that's okay well mary thank you so much for being here and as we continue on our fight for freedom and liberty and also having a better connection with our creator uh you're bringing a great event together and we'll talk about a lot of awesome things as well as the human trafficking of things and that's really important guys uh yeah this is all this is all stuff that's come full circle for me i experienced this stuff as a kid i've seen it firsthand i know what it is i know what it feels like i know how bad it can be and yet you know here it is i have to talk about it at 52 but i here's the problem most people didn't want to hear it even when i was going through it so as a kid so now that we get to have this conversation openly do it let's fix a few things let's get in here and take care of it and then own those kind of bad behaviors, but not demonize ourselves either and make ourselves out to be horrible things. We can fix a lot of stuff by having great conversations with each other. So, Mary, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to get you out of here, and uh, we'll see you again, all right? Yeah, thanks, Jim. And I'm going to be going uh, interviewing Nathan Reynolds um, on my Rumble channel. Just go to Rumble and put in Mary Crowley, my name, but you have to put M-E-R-I-C-R-O-U-L-E-Y, and we'll be going live at... Uh, It'll be uh, three 3.15 my time, so 6.15 uh, Eastern time. Oh, yeah, you're, uh, about, uh, you're in about 15 minutes then, folks. Just yeah, jump over there yeah. and have fun with her. So <laughs> she's got Well, I'm just saying, listen, yeah. we're we're here to not compete but compete. No, 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 we're, no, no. we're here we're, to help each other. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? We're, we're here, so it's good. No, no, okay, I, guys, love you guys. You're awesome. And was, uh, the greatest show on earth is here. Very good. So uh, stay the course. Okay, thanks, Thank Jim. You, See you soon. God bless. Bye. All right. Well, what a great interview with Mary. And again, guys, this is the kind of stuff we have to have conversations about because, again, nobody else is really having them. And if we want to stop certain patterns, let's break the pattern together. It's really pretty simple that way. Uh, be, a, be a part of what she's doing. Mary is out there. She's putting her money and her time where her mouth is saying, hey, listen, I'm going to go out and I'm going to create these events. And, you know, people, sometimes you have a million people show up and sometimes you have 10. I've been to some of the most amazing events and there was literally 20 people there. And I've been to some of the most uh, dullard events, and there's been 5,000 people there. Uh, so, it, guys, it doesn't always matter about what you think or who is going to be there, but it's actually about the experience of being with each other. And if that event becomes available to you and you have the ability to go fly into Orlando, which a lot of places, Allegiant Air and all that, they fly in pretty cheap into Orlando. So uh, go be a part of that and allow yourself to experience this and, and open yourself up. I mean, it's just a one-day deal, right? It's just one day, get in, get out, nobody gets hurt, right? I'm just, I'm kidding. But uh, you get in there and let, let, see, let yourself see what's really going on. You don't have to attend them all. Just be a part of one. Be a part of something. Take that first step forward. All right, guys. Remember the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not stand selfish. There will be a far, far better place. Remember, hold the line, hold fast, you're not give up, you're not give in, we will win, I promise, don't make promises you can't keep, guys, you've always been the answer. Remember, the Constitution limits the government, but never limits you. You guys are always the reason that we should get up every day. You guys are, see, and then I am to you, and everyone else is to you as well. We're in this together. Uh, no reason for us to isolate each other because we want to be tribal over stupid things. Are you pro-Israeli, are you pro-Palestinian, are you Hamas, are you Jewish? Uh, boy, how many different ways can we say the same question just to make sure that we're all against each other? We're going to find somebody out there that's going to be a Hamas supporter. We're going to find somebody out there who's a Jewish supporter. We're going to find out somebody out there that's a Jew, maybe somebody who knew a Jew, maybe somebody who was Israeli, Israeli but not Israeli in by birth. Maybe they're more uh, Palestinian. Maybe they're, maybe they're more Egyptian. But again, guys, this is where we start really screwing a lot of things up and we're not doing ourselves any good. Uh, the pedo in chief and himself is going to get us into a war, and that's what they want. And if you don't start opening your mouth about the war and telling everybody it's bullshit, it will happen whether you like it or not. So, you know, get out there, start opening your mouth, get out there, start talking about this in real time, that this is another 9-11 distraction, that this is all, all fake. There's no need for us to be over there with F-16s and fighter carriers and all this other stuff, and, or fighter, yeah, fighter carriers, yeah. You got it, guys. We got it. We're going to end up screwing this up, and we don't need to be in the middle of this at all. There's no reason for us to be in the Middle East ever. All we've done is increase poppy, pop, poppy production in Iraq and Afghanistan. We did not free those people. 
They are now part of the International Monetary Fund. Their money has been devalued and controlled by people that they do not know. So, guys, let's get on the right side of history. Let's start open up our pie hole and get the right thing out there. So, anyway, guys, any questions or comments, get a hold of me, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Uh, Jim Price at thejimpriceshow.com or thejimpriceshow.com. Guys, we have a great new network coming alive. It should be coming alive tomorrow with me and James Grumvig and Josh Reed, where we'll be doing that, but also MyDailyNaturals.com, MyDailyNaturals.com. Go over there, subscribe to your basic cell function package, and get your life back on track. Get your body working on itself. Uh, so that way, you, your body has all these amazing tools, but you got to get the power to them, and that's what that basic cell health package is about. Uh, subscribe over there, MyDailyNaturals.com, MyDailyNaturals.com. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you so much for everything you guys are doing. I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys have a good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.